Welcome, welcome, welcome to a wonderful episode of The Gospel According to Stupid. I'm Johnny Waters, and this is my podcast. Uh, this is the podcast where I read the, the, the Bible from cover to cover, the King James Version, one of the older ones, and so on. And I get myself lost and confused, so I can eventually talk to people about it and go like, What in the fuck is this? Um, that's why I'm doing this. Thanks, guys, for coming up and listening to me. Um, what is happening? I've been super productive this, uh, last week. It's been super cool. Uh, I love being super busy. Uh, I mean, at the, at the same point of just being like, oh, shit, like, <laughs> I don't have a whole lot of time to, to do a whole lot of, of nothing or something or whatever the fuck have you. Um, but I love it. And if you want to fill up my time, uh, you can start by filling up my damn inbox at accordingtostupid at gmail.com. You can send your stuff right on there. Any questions, thoughts, concerns. We just had a couple of awesome episodes with Samson, and you guys are really coming back in force. Or one of you is listening a lot on Stop and Start. I don't care how it works out. Um, I'm just glad to see the numbers exploding. Um, Just a little bit more. Uh, So, you know. Send an email, let us know about your life, what you think. And in fact, I'm wondering about starting up our own little confessional booth. You can send an email, and I'll read it on here, and it's all anonymous, so don't worry about much of anything. Uh, but if you've got a weird-ass confession to make, why not? Fuck it. Put it on here. Um, I'd love to hear it. And if you want to submit your stuff via Twitter, which seems weird if you want to keep it like anonymous or whatever, but maybe you do slide into my DMs or whatever. Uh, you can find my Twitter at the Accord to Stu- uh, yeah at Accord to Stupid on the Twitter sphere, and you can find us on the Face Place. Uh, yeah, so we'll start this as we usually do uh, with uh, who the fuck's been listening, and we only have the top three countries because a bunch of you listen from one fucking country. Um, the top three: Australia, Canada. You just legalized the weed, which is nice. I myself do not necessarily partake terribly a whole lot of this sort of stuff, but, uh, you know, congratulations on your legalization and helping out people and, or maybe just having people just go like, fuck this, you know, and just dealing with that. Fantastic. Uh, and numero uno, as if this is a surprise to anyone, is the U.S. of A. Uh, yeah, my home country, I guess. <laughs> yes, us. Um, but who the fuck was listening in our wonderful little country of things? Uh, probably needless to say, it's all Americanas for our top ten and the cities and so on. If you like listening to my stuff, feel free to listen. Uh, it's the best way that I can look at my analytics and go like, oh, these people are listening to my fucking thing. And you guys have just exploded across the board here, guys. Well done. Um, so let me take a look here. We got a top ten, all American, uh, at number ten. All right. And how to get this is you just listen in. You just pop in. You just listen to this motherfucker and you tell your friends to listen to this. Be like, I find this fucking funny. And next thing you know, man, I start getting numbers that are really kind of impressive. And this last week has been well, a pretty good week. I'm going to I'm going to say uh, for the gospel, according to stupid. So thank you guys. Thank you guys for listening. I've only had like three quarters of a blue moon right now. I don't know what's happening to my tongue. Hmm. Anyway, numero 10, everybody be prepared. Uh, Omaha, New England. Hi, guys. Thanks for listening. Los Angeles, California. You're cool. Uh, Des Moines, Iowa. Right? Right? Uh, at number eight. Nampa, Idaho. Hey, you guys are in the seedy part of town. 
number seven. Uh, Miami, Florida, at number six. Atlanta, Georgia, number five. I hear business is booming over there. Uh, number four, Chicago, Illinois. Say hi to Sam for me. Number three, Denver, Colorado. Go to Grand Junction or Palisade and say hi to my brother Scott. And number two, uh, San Jose, California. You have fallen from grace being numero two. And number one, who I don't think we've had in a long-ass time, or even on this particular list, is uh, our neighboring uh, capital, Salt Lake City, Utah. You Mormons are listening in to my freaking gospel? Well, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Keep up the good work, guys. Um... Rad. And it seems like a lot of you are listening on the SoundCloud app, anyhow. Uh, cool. Rad. So, where did we leave off? What the fuck was happening? Um, we just finished the whole bit with, uh, Samson, right? Samson and Delilah, uh, that whole madness, uh, and what's going down. Uh, and sadly, you know, Samson had to kick the bucket, but it, it has to happen for these important stories to go down. Um, and then it's just like, and we did it, but then the Philistines mostly died, or like, by the end of Samson's life, he took out, what, 4,000 Philistines? That's pretty high. Um, <laughs> for anybody. Just him. A jawbone and then a, a, a really rickety building collapsing. Congrats, man. Well done. Okay. Uh, so, I read the Bible on the KingJamesBibleOnline.org, so if you want to uh, follow along, listen in, or just follow, you know read ahead or whatever, you totally can do that. And I find that I get the most help from BibleHub.com. Uh, that helps me figure out what the fuck I'm reading. All right? Cool. Everybody ready? Sitting down. Judges, chapter 17. Uh, I think we're, ooh, uh, two or three more episodes, probably two more, depending on how long these fuckers go. Uh, and we'll be done with Judges. And then we'll be moving on to Ruth. Oh, shit. Oh, a cat just walked in. Ooh, that was mightily scary. You know, when you see, ooh, you know. Ooh, okay. Which apparently Ruth, I'll be having my lady come in and reading. Which, I don't know how long that'll be, but yeah, fuck it. We'll see. Uh, judges, chapter 17. All right, here we go. And there was a man of Mount Ephraim, whose name was Micah. Cool. Hey, Micah. And he said unto his mother, The eleven hundred shekels of silver that were taken from thee, about which thou cursedest and spakest of also in mine ears, behold, the silver is with me. I took it. And his mother said, Blessed be thou of the Lord, my son. We don't know how he took it. We don't know how it got stolen. But eleven hundred shekels of silver were taken. And this kid got it back. Uh, sounds like it's stolen, and we just stole it back somehow. And when he had restored the eleven hundred shekels of silver to his mother, his mother said, I have wholly dedicated the silver unto the Lord from my hand for my son, to make a graven image and a molten image. Now, therefore, I will restore it unto thee. Okay. So she's making a... Sorry, the cat's like smelling my feet, so there was a really weird feeling on me. Uh, you know. Also, it's a little dark in this room, so, hey. Um, okay, so Mama Bear, it sounds like, wants to make a statue of her kid. Is that what I'm getting? Uh, I solemnly consecrate my, I'm looking at the Bible Hub. 
Consecrate my silver to the Lord for my son to make an image overlaid with silver. I will give it back to you. Okay, so he's like, ah, oh, man, all right. I'm going to give this back to you, but you're going to spend all of it on making an idol for the Lord. All right, but didn't he say something about don't fucking ever do that? Um. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Yet he restored the mo money unto his mother, and his mother took two hundred shekels of silver and gave them to the founder, who made thereof a graven image and a molten image, and they were in the house of Micah. Okay, cool. So there's still like nine hundred shekels to do something with. And the man Micah had a house of gods. Cool. And made an afad, neat, whatever that is, and telephim, even better, and concentrated one of his consecrated one of his sons, who became his priest. Neato. In those days there was no king in Israel, but every man did that which was right in his own eyes. Not a bad place, technically uh, anarchy, or just everybody just checking in on each other, being like, you're not trying to kill motherfuckers, right? Uh, and there was a young man out of Bethlehem, Judah, of the family of Judah, who was a Levite, and he sojourned there. Neat. And the man departed out of the city from Bethlehem, Judah, to sojourn the, uh, where he could find a place. And he came to Mount Ephraim, to the house of Micah, as he journeyed. He's like, hey man, I've just been traveling around, doing some kick-ass shit, man. And Micah said unto him, whence comest thou? And he said unto him, I am a Levite of Bethlehem, Judah. And I go to sojourn where I may find a place. Literally, I thought there was an Airbnb here, but apparently not. And Micah said unto him, Dwell with me, and be unto me a father and a priest. Wow, what a fucking promotion. And I will give thee ten shekels of silver by the year, and a suit of apparel, and thy victuals. So the Levite went in. Of course, why the fuck not? And the Levite was content to dwell with the man, and the young man who uh, was unto him as one of his sons. Okay. And Micah consecrated the Levite, and the young man became his priest. Uh, okay, so he's going to become like a father figure, and he will be the priest, I guess. Okay, this is just a strange fucking story already. And was in the house of Micah. Then, said Micah, now know I that the Lord will do me good, seeing I have a Levite to my priest. I, all right, I'm going to look that shit right the fuck up. Because what the fuck does that necessarily mean? Now the Lord gives me since this Levite has become my priest. Okay, so, uh, okay, so maybe I read it wrong. This Levite will become a priest to Micah. Being like, hey man, come on down, it's gonna be fucking red. Um, and so on to teach him the ways of the God person. Is that what I'm getting from this also? Uh, that was a very short chapter. Whatever. All right, cool. Uh, chapter 18. Everybody ready? Fantastic. All right. In those days, there was no king in Israel. Yep, we know. And in those days, the tribe of the Danites sought them an inheritance to dwell in. For unto that day, all their inheritance had not fallen unto them among the tribes of Israel. Fun. And the children of Dan sent of their family five men from the, their coasts, men of valor, from Zorah and from Eshtol, uh, to spy out the land and to search it. And they said unto them, Go search the land. Who then they came to Mount Ephraim, to the house of Micah, they lodged there, because, you know, Micah, Airbnb so far. So Micah has mom somewhere, and Micah has this priesty guy, and these other dudes of Dan showed up going like, We're not looking for a king or whatever, but we're spying, we're spies. 
Uh, when they were of the house of Micah, they knew the voice of the young man, the Levite, neat, and they turned in thither, and said unto him, Who brought thee hither? And what makest thou in this place? And what hast thou here? And he said unto them, Fuck right off, this was mine. Uh, thus and thus dealeth Micah with me, and hath hired me, and I am his priest. <laughs> and they said unto him, Ask counsel, we pray thee, of God, that we may know whether our way which we go shall be prosperous. I ain't no fucking fortune teller, fuck you. And the priest said unto them, Fuck right off, go in peace, literally, before the Lord is your way wherein ye go. Uh, then the five men departed, and came to Laish, Laish, and saw the people that were therein, and they dwelt careless. All right. After the manner of the Zidonians, quiet and secure, and there was no magistrate in the land that might put them to shame in anything. Cool. And they were far from the Zidonians, and had no business with any man. Well, good for them. And they came unto their brethren to Zorah and Ishtal, and their brethren say, said unto them, What say ye? It seems all right. And they said, Arise, that we may go up against them. Oh, for we may, for we have seen the land, and behold, it is very good. And are ye still, be not slothful to go, and to enter to possess the land. Oh, these, these Danites don't seem like good people. Uh, when ye go, ye shall come unto a people secure into a large land, for God hath given it into your hands a place where there is no want of anything that is in the earth. And there went from thence of the family of the Danites, out of Zorah and out of Ishtal, six hundred men appointed with weapons of war. Oh, shit! And they went up and pitched in kirth in Judah. Cool. Wherefore, they called that place Mahanedan unto this day. I'm sure it's changed. Behold, it is behind kirth And they passed thence unto Mount Ephraim and came unto the house of Micah. Then answered the five men that went to spy out of the country of Laish and said unto the brethren, Do ye know that there is in these houses an ephod and tephrim and graven image and a molten image? Now therefore consider what ye have to do. I'm really not sure what's happening. Because these five dudes are like, Fuck everyone! And they turned thitherward and came to the house of the young man, the Levite, even unto the house of Micah, and saluted him. Cool, all six hundred or just the five? And the six hundred men appointed uh, with their weapons of war, which were of the children of Dan, stood by entering of the gate. Oh. And the five men that went to spy out the land went up and came in thither and took the graven image. Motherfuckers! And Aphod and Tephrim, Teraphim, and the molten image. And the priests stood in the entering of the gate with these six hundred men, uh, that were appointed with weapons of war. So we have one priest against 600 dudes being like, fuck their house. I don't know why they're Canadian. And these went into Micah's house and fetched a carved image, the ephod and the tephrim and the molten image. Then said the priest unto them, what do ye? <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering too. And they said unto him, hold thy peace, lay thine hand upon thy mouth, and go with us, and be to us a father and a priest. Is it better for thee to be a priest unto the house of one man, or that thou be a priest unto a tribe and a family in Israel? Uh, I, I could take or leave any of them. And the priest's heart was glad, and he took the ephod and the tephrim, teraphim, and the graven image, and went in the midst of the people. And they turned and departed, and put the little ones and the cattle in the carriage before them. 
And when they were a good way from the house of Micah, the men that were in the houses near to Micah's house were gathered together and overtook the children of Dan. Ah, the people fucked up the children of Dan. And they cried unto the children of Dan, and they turned their faces and said unto Micah, What aileth thee that thou comest with such a company? We're going to fucking murder your fucking asses because we're going to take our shit back, motherfucker. Uh, that's pretty much why. Um... And he said, Ye have taken away my gods, which I made, motherfucker, and the priest, and ye are gone away. And what have I more? And what is this that ye may say unto me, What aileth thee? Yeah, fuck you. You think you're so big and fucking high and mighty, children of Dan, all 600 fucking of million of you, 600 of you, coming around, coming up to my house, doing a fucking drive-by, scaring me, scaring, I'm assuming he has kids, scaring my kids, my newly appointed priest, taking my shit. Oh, I'm gonna call upon you the people's justice. We are going to murderize you. Again, don't know why I change accents so suddenly, but it's good fun. Uh, and the children of Dan said unto him, Let not thy voice be heard among us, lest angry fellows rest upon thee, and thou lose thy life with the lives of thy household. And he said, Ha ha! And he pulled out an AK and went, Bring it the fuck on, butto! <laughs> and the children of Dan went their way, and when Micah saw that they were too strong for him, he turned and went back unto his house. Yeah, 600 verses is not a good deal. And they took the things which Micah had made, and the priest which he had, and came unto Laish, unto the people that were at quiet and secure. And they smote them. Oh, sh they? Who's they? Who the fuck is they? <laughs> Let's see if I can figure it out. 27. Who the fuck is they? Uh, because it sounds like... Uh, against a people at peace and secure. They attacked them with a sword and burned down the city. Okay, so these assholes from Dan uh, took all their shit and was like, Laish is a cool place, and they burnt the fucking city and killed everybody. What a bunch of assholes. Uh, and there was no deliverer. Yeah, that's probably going to happen a lot. Because it was far from Zidon, and they had no business with any man, and it was in the valley that lieth by Bethrehab. Cool. And they built a city and dwelt therein. So they burnt down a city and then they just built another one? What a bunch of assholes. And they uh, called the city name of the city Dan. Awesome. After the name of Dan, their father, who was born unto Israel. Uh, Howbeit, the name of the city was Laish at the first. I Yeah, I got that. And the children of Dan set up the graven image. And Jonathan, uh-oh. The, pre, uh, the son of Gershom, the son of Manasseh, he and his sons were priests in the tribe of Dan until the day of their captivity of the land. Until the day of the captivity. And they sent them up to uh, Micah's graven image, which he made, all the time that the house of God was in Shiloh. Okay. Neato. Uh, I'm not really sure my super namesake is doing a really great job here, but fuck it. Let's see what happens. Uh, we'll do one more chapter. You guys get a three for this episode. Uh, chapter 19. Uh, and it came to pass in those days that there was no... I got that! Fuck you! And there was uh, a certain Levite sojourning in the side of the Mount Ephraim who took to him a concubine out of Bethlehem, Judah. Fun. And his concubine played the whore against him. Uh, I don't know if that's a big trick. And went away from him unto her father's house in Bethlehem, Judah, and was there four whole months until... Oh, shit, she left. And her husband arose. Oh, shit. 
and went after her to speak friendly unto her, and to bring her again, having his servant with him, and a couple of asses. Yeah, but, and she brought him into her father's house, and when the father of the damsel saw him, he rejoiced to meet him. Nido. And his father-in-law, the damsel's father, retained him, and he abode with him three days. So they did eat and drink and lodge there, I'm sure. And it came to pass on the fourth day, when they arose early in the morning, that they rose up to depart. And the damsel's father said unto the son-in-law, Comfort thine heart with a morsel of bread, and afterward go your way. And they sat down, and did eat and drink, both of them together. For the damsel's father said unto the man, Be content, I pray thee, and tarry all night, and let thine heart be merry. All right, so, so far, everything's working out great, except for this concubine person. And when the man rose up to depart, his father-in-law urged him, therefore he lodged there again. Oh, okay. And he arose early in the morning on the fifth day to depart. And the damsel's father said, Comfort thine heart, I pray thee. And they tarried until afternoon, and they did eat both of them. He was supposed to leave like two days ago. And when the man rose up to depart, he and his concubine and his servant and father-in-law, uh, the damsel's father said unto him, Behold, now the day draweth toward evening, I pray you, tarry all night. Behold, the day groweth to an end. Lodge here, that thine heart may be merry, and tomorrow get you early on your way, that thou mayest go home. Okay. But the man would not tarry that night, but he rose up and departed and came over against Jebus. There's a Jebus in this? Which is Jerusalem. Oh. And there were with him two asses saddled. His concubine also was with him. Good. Didn't abandon the whore, the concubine. And when they were with by Jebus, <laughs> save me, Jebus, uh, the day was far spent, and the servant said unto his master, Come, I pray thee, and let us turn in into the city of Jeb Jebusites. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Jebuses. And lodge in it. Cool. And his master said unto him, We will not turn aside hither into the city of a stranger that is not of the children of Israel. We will pass over Gibeah. I bet it's nice. And he said unto his servant, Come and let us draw near to one of these places to lodge all night in Gibeah or in Ramah. Okay, whatever. It's They both have motel sixes. And they passed on and went their way, and the sun went down upon them when they were by Gibeah, which belonged to Benjamin. Oh, that clan. And they turned aside thither to go in and to lodge in Gibeah. And when he went in, he sat him down in a street of the city, for there was no man that took them into his house to lodging. The Airbnbs uh, were full in a fucking city. And behold, there came an old man from his work out of the field at even, which was also of Mount Ephraim, and he sojourned in Gibeah. But the men of the place were Benjamites, and they don't use Airbnb. And when he lifted up his eyes, he saw a wayfaring man in the street of the city. And the old man said, Whither goest thou, and whence camest thou? And he said unto him, We are passing from Bethlehem Judah toward the side of Mount Ephraim. From thence am I. And I went to Bethlehem Judah, and am now going to the house of the Lord, and there is no man that receiveth me to house. Because I didn't make any reservations. And there is both straw and provender for our asses, and there is bread and wine also for me, and for thy handsmaid, and for the young man, which is thy servant. There is no want of anything. And the old man said, Peace be with thee. Howsoever let all thy wants lie upon me, only lodge not in the street. <laughs> He's like, Fuck off, get off the street, get a job. So he brought him into his house, and gave provender unto the asses, and they washed their feet, and did eat and drink. Ah, oh, this old man's nice. Now they were making their hearts merry. Behold, the men of the city, certain sons of Belial, oh, beset the house round about. That's not good. I remember Diablo. 
and beat at the door and spake to the master of the house, the old man, saying, Bring forth the man that came into that house, that we may know him, and assumingly his concubine. And the man, the master of the house, went out unto them, and said unto them, Fuck right off. Nay, my brethren, nay, I pray you, do not so wickedly. Uh, seeing that this man is come into mine house, do not this folly. Reminds me of Lot. Behold, here is my daughter, a maiden. This is becoming familiar. And his concubine. Wait a minute, I'm confused. Did he get, what? We, I, he traveled somewhere else. Did the dad come with him? Uh, uh, so fucking dumb. Uh, them I will, or maybe his daughter is also a concubine. Fun. Uh, them will I bring out them? Oh, oh, I understand. Behold, here is my daughter, a maiden, and this dude's concubine. Them I will bring out now, and humble ye them, and do with them what seemeth good unto you. This sounds a lot like Lot. But unto this man do not uh, so vile a thing. Here, take these women folk, uh, and do whatever. But, uh, you know, <laughs> fuck off. We're in the middle of a really good card game. But the men would not hearken to him. We want to fuck dudes. We want to fuck dudes. So the man took his concubine and brought her forth unto them, and they knew her and abused her all the night until the morning. Awesome. And when the day began to spring, they let her go. Wow. Yeah. That, mm, Judges 19. That's pretty great. Pretty fucking awesome. Then came the woman in the dawning of the day and fell down at the door of the man's house where her lord was till it was light. No kidding. She's just been fucked all night. She's... <laughs> and beaten up terrible. And I'm sure she's, she's just fucking pissed. Ugh. All right. Terrible. And her lord rose up in the morning and opened the doors of the house and went out to, his, to go his way. And behold, the woman, his concubine, was fallen down at the door of the house, and her hands were upon the threshold. He sent her up, let's, let us be going. Uh, but none answered. Then the man took her up upon his ass. And the man rose up and got him unto his place. Fun. And when he came unto his house, he took a knife and laid hold on his concubine and divided her. What? <laughs> What? Oh, what in the veritable fuck? Together with her bones, okay, into twelve pieces. Okay, so I'm assuming arms, legs. That's one, two, three, four, five, six. Hands and feet, maybe? So, so uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. What are the other two? Maybe uh, cleaved her and... Uh, maybe cut down the elbows. Maybe, maybe cut off her tits. I don't know. But oh, whoa, this dude. Oh, I don't know who this dude. We don't even name this dude, motherfucker. Uh, divided her into twelve pieces, and sent her into all the coasts of Israel. Odd burial practice. Really strange. And it was so that all that saw it said, "What the fuck." There was no such deed done nor seen from the day that the children of Israel came up out of the land of Egypt unto this day. No shit. Consider of it, take advice, and speak your minds. What the fuck? <laughs> Whoa. Um. So shit, that happened. Um. Oh, damn. Oh, oh, I need a shower. Oh, that's just disgusting. Oh, 
All right, so the Bible's full of fucked up shit. Kind of metal, but it's also super fucked up. Uh, that was that was the episode, guys. Um, send me an email. Let me know what you think about this burial practices and the uh, Airbnbs of of uh, Bethlehem, Judah, and Ephraim, and what have you. Uh, send me an email at according to stupid at gmail.com. Please subscribe and uh, share through Apple Podcasts and things. Uh, it was this was a oh my god. This was a big one today uh, that kind of wrecked my shit a little. Um, so thank you so much for listening. Find me on the Twitter sphere at Accord Too Stupid and uh, share with your friends. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, and you've been gospel to by the by the fucking stupid. The disgusted stupid now. Or whatever. Mm-hmm.